You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. My favorite, it's Judd's Hockey Show. Yeah, the season, well, I shouldn't say the season because the Stanley Cup playoffs, believe it or not, continue. The wild season might be done, um, but it's not done for us, much like Bill Guerin. We are searching for ways to get this organization past the first round of the playoffs. Welcome into Judd's Hockey Show. Judd and Declan, as always, uh, probably have Jesse Pierce back with us next week, but this is going to be short and sweet. Uh, Declan, why don't you go through what you sent me in a text thread yesterday about yeah. an idea for this episode? So um, I figured because, yeah, we're in the off-season mode, and as much as Judd and I would love to just talk about the NHL playoffs and then how it relates to the Wild always stumbling and markets like Raleigh and Florida getting the Stanley Cup or Western Conference and Eastern Conference finals, and uh, the Wild are still on the golf course like yours truly, that's frustrating, but what, what can we come up with that's a little more juicy instead? So I got an idea, Judd. I'm a little inspired from a friend of the show, Michael Russo, uh, who him and Joe Smith had a little mailbag in their athletic, and they kind of tried to forecast what's uh, in store for the Wild, which might be one of the dullest off-seasons in Wild history, just given the fact they have basically no money. Uh, so I figured, well, how can we spice it up? Let's do this. Let's look at four players currently on the roster, and let's put a percentage chance of this player being traded. Sound good to you? Perfect. Sound good to you? Okay, and the audience, play along as well, I guess. If uh, Tweet at us, put oh, in the yeah. YouTube comments, whatever you think uh, these percentages are at. So I'm going to give you four players here. Four okay. players uh, who I think could be traded by the Wild, and then you and I are going to discuss this at length. Should I start with all four, or should I go one by one? What do you, what do you go think? Go one by one. Go one by one. Go little, one by little, one. Little let's tease. unveil them. Little let's unveil. Yeah, let's, let's keep some suspense towards the end of the episode. Then. Okay, let's do this then. Let's start with this guy. Matt Zuccarello, what is the percent chance that the Wild move on from Matt Zuccarello this offseason? Judd, give me some ramifications, too, because I know there is some, uh, there's some caveats in here. Give me the ramifications, the salary cap, and then, of course, your percent chance that the Wild move on from Matt Zuccarello. So just to be clear, what I will do is I will give you the, the percent chance that, as I think the Wild thinks, okay? Because, like, Zuccarello, 35 I'd be tempted to trade him. Yeah. Like if in a perfect world, um, to your point, the potential ramification just contractually is this. He has a 10-team no-move clause. Mm-hmm. So he can give you 10 teams. I do not want to be traded to those 10 teams. But he certainly does not have full protection. 2023-24 is going to be the final year of his contract. And the reason why I would consider trying to trade him is because he is on the hook to make $6 million. And that would be a nice amount, to Declan's point. The Wilds got no cash. It would be nice to free up $6 million. If you could go into the couch cushions and find that, that would be an advantage. That would be nice. All that being said, I'm going to put the percentage at oh, 3% because of one thing. Okay. Kirill Kaprizov. Yeah. Um, it's, one th- it's one thing to have Zuccarello walk away. 
and know that he's going into his uh, potentially at the age of 35 last season in 23-24, Declan, that's one thing. It's another to trade him. Uh, Kirill loves him. And you know what? Eventually the Wild's going to have more of a Russian presence, I think. Yeah. And and the reality is Zuccarello is nearing the end of his career. All of that being said, my personal opinion is for this summer, I think it's about a 3% chance. I do not think Bill Guerin would trade Kaprizov's seemingly best friend and line mate out from under him at a time when the Wild is still certainly, uh-huh. with an eyeball towards the next contract, trying to keep number 97 happy. What do you think? Okay, so I'm going to up it, but really not that by, not by much. I'm going to say 10% chance. I think one out of 10 times he could be traded. So the other flip of that coin is 90% he will be here. The contract is a difficult because it's no moves. So you have to basically get his approval to do anything if you were well, going to Well, it's just 10 teams. Him. It's just 10 teams. So I've got a lot of teams I could trade him for. According to our oh, friends. modified. Uh, yes. So it's a no-move clause, but it's just 10 teams now. I think it started off, I think when Fenton gave him, I, I think, what, a, a five-year contract originally? Yes. I want to say it was complete no-move, but starting with this past season, you there are. were a bunch of – there was a there was more – um, there was more of a team-friendly aspect built in. You are correct. Yeah, it's a modified no-trade clause starting this last season and into this season. So he had a full no-move for the first three years of that contract. Uh, year four, that modified kicked in. Now he's entering year five of the last year of his deal at $6 million. Yeah, I think 10%. To be honest, I actually think this could be someone you move at the deadline. Um, I think that's more yeah. realistic, especially yeah. if maybe the Wild aren't contending. Um, or you could get something for him. You know, I, I, could I see him going back to wanting to go back to the Rangers? One hundred percent. Why wouldn't he? Um, so I think it's it's a ten percent chance. You don't want to, yeah, upset Kirill. That playoffs too leaves a sour taste for sure. But also, he he was horrible. I'm on the record yeah. with you that I said I thought he was the worst player on the ice for the Wild in that playoff series. At least the worst forward on the ice for the Wild. So it was bad. I'm going to say I'm just going to say ten percent. And probably more likely someone that could be moved at the NHL trade deadline here in like nine months. So 10% for me. If it wasn't for Kirill, I would say like 30% because it makes a ton of sense. But I just don't think, I I think that rightfully so, there's going to be a lot of apprehension about doing anything to piss Kirill Kaprizov off. Last thing too on Matt's, I will say when he signed that contract, we were all baffled. And even after year one, we were like, this is going to be a long year. He's actually fulfilled, I think, his value so far in this contract. I don't think he's exceeded it, but I think he's provided the necessary value and it hasn't been the albatross I think we thought it was when life kind of stopped in early 2020. I think it's, it's and Kirill helps that a lot, but I think yeah. it's actually, he's, he's been a solid player. He's been, had a really good chemistry with Kaprizov. This hasn't been as bad of a contract I think we thought um, about three years ago. Yeah, if Kirill Kaprizov doesn't come here, it's probably a disaster. Yes. Absolutely. Now, he, he also came here, so he came here after he broke his arm. So he was traded from the mm-hmm. Rangers to Dallas for a playoff run and broke his arm. And he clearly came here, not anywhere close to 100%, but in hockey, you know, because it's hockey, that didn't get talked about a lot. So I will say that the fact he got healthy was huge. But yeah, the chemistry with him and Kirill, which Paul Fenton sure as hell didn't see coming, was absolutely instrumental. But I like that. I could see that. 
I could see if the Wild's not a contender, it would definitely make, make sense because at that point in time, Zuccarello himself might say, you know what, I'm getting older towards the end. Can I go to a team where we can win this spring as opposed to going through the, well, potentially first round and out again, or worse yet, not even making the playoffs with the Wild this coming season. Absolutely. All right, next player on this four-item list. Let's go with Ryan Hartman here, Judd. So Ryan Hartman, um, another center who has no trade protection, no uh, movement clause protection, just an open, flat contract. Uh, What do you think here? Give me a percent chance that they move on from Ryan Hartman. Okay, I'm going to keep this one small. Not as small as Matt's because I don't, I think this would be more of a difficult trade from a team standpoint because going into the last year of his contract, his cap hit is an incredible $1.7 million, which is peanuts. But I'm going to put this one at 12%. Okay, still like very low. Numbers. Still very low. I mean, 10%. So cliche, Declan. But I'm going to put this one low because he's 28. He's going into the final year of his contract. Again, to your point, Great trade deadline move. Like, if you're not doing well, you you trade him for sure. Um, but trimming that salary wouldn't exactly save your bacon because it's so small, and he contributes a lot. Do I think he is used ideally by this team? Absolutely not. I do not. He plays hard when healthy. Uh, he certainly came back at, after a brutal start, which, by the way, keep in mind, before he was hurt, Declan, got demo- he got demoted off the first line to wing. Mm-hmm. And that had nothing to do with being hurt. Uh, but I'm going to put it at 12% just because I think the Wild actually can use guys like this yeah, because he's cheap and he certainly can play a lot. There's two ways to look at this, in my opinion. So, yes, could you trade Ryan Hartman to probably get a better center? For sure, that's better option because he's a solid player. That's a good role guy. And I think the 30-goal season was more of a, a fluke than it was um, sustainable. sustainable. But he's also making $1.7 million. So why would the Wild trade a guy who is making next to chump change when they're already up against the cap? Uh, if this was the Wild having salary cap space to play with, then actually I think it makes a lot of sense to potentially move on from him because uh, you could probably get something better in return. I'm going to give you a percent chance of only 15. I think okay. 15% chance uh, that they move on from Ryan Hartman. I think the contract... This helps them, right? Why would they again? Why would they acquire That's a more saying. expensive player? Right. Um, in a perfect world, yeah, I would actually say, please ship off this guy. Go get something else. Try something else here. But it's a small percent chance to me. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be close to you and just say 15 percent chance they move on from Ryan Hartman. I think it's fair to say this: if his, if his cap hit was three million or more, Declan, also a good point. Yes, he's probably gone. Right. Correct. So all of these decisions are stressful. All of these decisions are tough. It's the off-season. It's time to enjoy. And you know what, Dex? It's time to get your throttle therapy on land and on the water, and it all starts at the lodge. That's right, the Power Lodge. Look at that Bennington right there. Look Look at how relaxed. That might be Bill Guerin. I don't think he's that gray. But you know what? That dude is relaxed because he can cruise in his in the luxury brand new Bennington pontoon from the Power Lodge, enjoy sunset from the water, entertain the kids, and float on the lakes all summer long. It all starts at the Lodge, the Twin Cities' newest Bennington dealer. The Power Lodge locations in Brainerd, Onamia, Ramsey, and Miller Marine of St. Cloud. Again, powerlodge.com, millermarine.com. 
enjoy throttle therapy because Minnesota sports are stressful enough, but an evening on the water in a Bennington is not. Uh, PowerLodge.com, MillerMarine.com. We appreciate their support here on Judd's Hockey Show. All right, what do we got next? All right, let's go to the next player on this list, Marcus Foligno, who we've kind of bandied about here. Jesse yeah. even said last week that as much as she loves the guy, uh, it probably makes the most sense to trade him. Judd, what is your percent chance they move on from Marcus Foligno? Very high. Very high. I'm going to put it at 60%. Okay. Which I think is, which I think in, you know, compared to my first two is incredibly high. Um, he is 31. He has no protection. So there's no, no move clause. There's no, no trade clause. There's no list of teams. He can be traded uh, essentially anywhere Bill Guerin chooses to ship him and his salary cap hit going into last year of his contract, $3.1 million. I think there there is a very good chance he will he would be a, a very valuable player. I think if push came to shove decks, the Wilds' preference would be not to move him. But when you look at this roster and the cap implications, Declan, somebody has to go. Yeah, and I and I think unfortunately, I think from the forward group, it makes the most sense. Marcus Foligno probably is traded. All up think? it. Uh, it's it's not a certainty that he's traded, but I'm going to say 70% chance. Yeah. I think also, Judd, his playoff performance kind of played him out here. I, I think the way he played, he, as much as he plays with a lot of energy and is very noticeable and the fans love it, and don't get me wrong, I, I love it to a degree too. I think we've kind of seen his peak. And I don't know if you're ever going to see the Marcus Foligno that was a really unsustainable offensive player a few years ago. Um, last year, I thought he took a significant snap back, just not offensively with his numbers, with his play overall. Um, and I, I just think you can be better here. You can find something. You can find something better. He's been serviceable. He's, he's been a, he's been guy. a great locker room dude. I know Garrett loves the guy, uh, yep. but I think in terms of the salary cap, finding a better player for similar value, I would move on here. Uh, so I'm actually going to up it from you, and I'm going to say seventy percent chance that Marcus Foligno is traded this summer it just makes the most sense right yeah like Matt, you're not going to trade um although ideally i would like to hartman to our point from before is too cheap to trade so Mm -hmm. like that's not going to save you felino's in that sweet spot of one no protection against the trade and two he makes enough at 3.1 where that would be a nice a, a nice way to free and you have to free up something right you have to. And forward-wise, it's not that simple. So, yeah, I think Foligno is, unfortunately, the odd man out. Seems like it. It seems like um, they can just, yeah, they can find better production there. Like, in a perfect world, if they can move on from Foligno and re-sign, I'm just gonna, I know it doesn't look like it's going to happen, but, like, if they could re-sign Oscar Sunquist for a cheaper contract, I'd rather have Sunquist, I think, than Foligno making less money. Yeah, I just think that they're at a point now where they have to free up cash somehow. Absolutely. That, one's, fine with. that one makes uh, makes the most sense. Uh, Judd, one more player on this list. Before I get to that, though, you've uh, you got the summer bod ready here. Talk about oh, our friends God. at Livia. I'm absolutely ripped. And and how? I've talked about this b- before. Look at the guy on the left. Look, look at the guy on the right. Livia Weight Control Centers was the key for me, and it can be the key for you, too. How would you, like you like to lose up to 10 pounds by Memorial Day? 
with Livia's doctor-recommended program. You know what? Join today. Receive three months for free. That's right. Three months for wow. free. As Declan just said, get summer ready by calling 855-GO-LIVIA. Livia, L-I-V-E-A dot com. They are going to help you not only drop the weight, but the most important thing, keep that weight off. Look great. Feel great for summer. Livia, L-I-V-E-A dot com. Join the Score North family members who have joined and had great success because we see this all the time, Dex. You can be the latest one to shed those unwanted pounds at Livia.com. Eat stress-free this spring with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. Tailored to your schedule, customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little you need. You can pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Factor is your solution for fast, premium meals without the need for cooking. Also discover more than 60 add-ons every week, like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks, and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and fuel up those springtime goals. Head to factormeals.com slash Judd50 and use code Judd50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code Judd50 at factormeals.com. All right, one more player on this list here on uh, percent chance that the Wild could trade certain players. Let's go to Marc-Andre Fleury here, uh, the goaltender who is chasing hockey royalty. Uh, just a couple more wins, so he gets uh, moves up to number two all time. Certainly took a step back. Uh, not the Vesna guy he used to be. He's a veteran. He's stable. Uh, again, he's hockey royalty. But what is the percent chance for you that the Wild move on from Marc-Andre Fleury? This offseason, right? That's what we're talking well, about. Well, yes, because, yeah, and he's entering a contract yeah. year, too. So, yes. 1%. He's 38. He has complete no-move protection. $3.5 million. Friends with Bill Guerin. Now, if he went to Bill Guerin and, like, Pittsburgh had, had called, but I think that that's far more of a deadline thing. Like, I think that there's a very good chance that if things, again, and who knows, this team is so weird. If things aren't going well at the trade deadline, I think that at that point in time, there would 1,000% be a discussion about places that the flower could go at his advanced age, which will be 39 at that point, to try to win. Um, But he's made it pretty clear he wants to come back. I think he likes it here, which is absolutely fine. Uh, I don't think the Wild, given their conservative nature with Jesper Wallstedt, I don't think that they are prepared to promote him yet. that might be a mistake. It might not be. But all of those things being said, I think it's about a 1% chance, and it would have to be driven by Flurry. And I don't think this summer he's going to try to drive a trade for himself off this roster. Uh, so he has made it clear he doesn't want to move the kids, all the family stuff. Um, and as as much as I hear him on that, it is professional sports, and I, I do apologize to Marc-Andre Fleury. It doesn't always work like that in your family comes second when it comes to professional sports. Yes, he has a great relationship with Bill Guerin, and it's probably only likely that it's Pittsburgh that he would go back to. Uh, so if he wanted a change of heart, he could do so. I have this at 5%. I, I have this at pretty low. Uh, I think they're going to rock Gustafson and Fleury again for next season, rightfully so. Marc-Andre Fleury has his farewell tour. He gets up to number two on the all-time win list. And yes, if he wants to go back to Pittsburgh to end his career there with Sid, I 100% could see that by the trade deadline. Um, but I just don't think it makes much sense, especially with uh, how vocal he is and wanting to stay put here. 
His relationship with Garen's also pretty crucial. You know, maybe he does have a change of heart. Maybe this summer he thinks on a little bit more and decides, hey, I, I want to go back to Pittsburgh or I want to go one more hurrah at a, at a cup with a cup contender. I think that the odds are low. Uh, but for me, it's just it's it's five percent. I think Mark Andre Fleury is still here on opening night next season. I agree completely. And you know what? That's fine. Like that's fine because he he's a calming presence. Like I, I know he doesn't play a calm style, but he's an older player who is really well respected. I don't think he creates problems ever, which is great. Um, so yeah, unfortunately, I, I would describe it like this. I think of the four players that you just ran through. Felino is just the odd man out because like, I'm not, I like the guy and yes, he didn't, he was unbelievable. And you continue to talk a season ago about how the shooting percentage wasn't sustainable. And that proved to be exactly right. I think he brings a lot, but when you go through this list, I think 75% of the, the list, you can make a pretty compelling case for why they won't be traded. Felino, I really can't because I'm sorry, but he's liked does not like get you kept. Well, no. he's just a liked guy. And so Dumba's gone as a free agent. Felino's gone. Um, I think 37 year old Alex Goligoski, who does have no move protection, but I think he's going to ask out. And I think that he's going to be dealt. I mean, he might want to consider, I know it's going to shock people, retirement. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what's left in the gas tank. The one I've got a question for you, and it's probably a pretty high chance he's gone, um, but he played a lot until the playoffs, at least, and he has no protection within his contract. 31-year-old John Merrill, who has two years left on his contract at a very reasonable cap hit of $1.2 million per dex, do you think he's back or gone? Because I think Goose is gone for sure. If Goose is gone, then he's back. Just, okay. just makes sense to have an extra body there. You know, Brock Faber is essentially going to replace Matt Dumba in the lineup. Um, yep. And you just, you need depth there. I don't know what the hell they're going to do with Kalen Addison. Like, they, they clearly aren't happy with his, not just his play on the ice, but I, it, it just seems like, and I've gotten some messages on it. I, I can't really confirm it, but I, I think off the ice too, they don't love it. They don't love. Oh, really? The, yeah. I've oh, I haven't heard this. Like that. Oh, really? I've gotten some messages from people. Like, um, like, like, Without naming names, people you know, or just like wild fans, wild fans that that okay. kind of know Kalen Addison. Because I know that you know the bar scene a little bit, so I thought that there might be some of your friends who were like, I, I, I wouldn't say they're friends of mine. I've just I've gotten some people who, yes, have seen, uh, who have known his off the ice habits, and they aren't, okay. and and it could be a more sort of, of a incriminating right now. This it is, is a sort of incriminating. incriminating. I, I got to be honest. Secondhand, it's just betting. You know. To hear this. Uh, I don't know if NHL trade rumors will aggregate. And he's this. a young guy. Guys grow up. Exactly. I mean, I think uh, D- Dumba grew up. One hundred percent. At some point in time, I do. Know, I did yeah. hear uh, they were all out. I saw this. I believe on the Reddit page. Shortly after the season ended, all of them were at Cowboy Jacks going to a Twins game, like two or three weeks ago. Oh, okay, yeah. That they went to a Twins was. game a couple of years ago. I think after the loss to the Golden Knights in seven. Wasn't that? And Greenway was getting sloshed in the in the suite, wasn't he? Just pounding beers. Uh, Felino was too. Yeah, I think they showed. I think they showed Moose on the big screen at the time, and I think he did the Bakhtiari pound like two or three beers. Good for him. It was very impressive. Good for him. I love that. Love that. But yeah, it probably makes sense. Uh, the interesting dynamic on the blue line is that they do have guys coming up, like they have depth there. But your point might be right; they might not trust it yet. Yeah, I think K- I think Kalen's gone. 
Um, like he just couldn't get a sniff in the playoffs. And let's call a spade a spade. It wasn't like John Klingberg was trustworthy. Oh, he's gone. <laughs> well, he, mean... Yeah, no, he's gone for sure. But I'm just saying it wasn't like, it wasn't like Kalen got replaced by a guy and you're like, Oh, Johnny Klingberg, man, he can play a little bit of defense too. He can play a lick of defense. So no, not I think all. you're probably right. Not I think you're probably right. Anyway, all right, good stuff. All right, Thank sir. You. Yep, uh, hit that subscribe button for daily Minnesota sports content on Minnesota Sports with Mackie and Judd. Of course, this is Judd's Hockey Show. Uh, we'll be back next week as well. Pass, shoot, score.